1: You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
0: For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love.
1: Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love,
0: love, tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started on the journey.
1: Hey guys, we're back with another episode
0: of Resilient Love.
1: Thank you so much. You did a great job. All right, so this episode, I'm sorry you guys, y'all missed us, but we're back. So this episode is about love thy culture. We're celebrating Black History Month. So what are some things you think about when it comes to Black History Month? Mm -hmm. Like as soon as you hear Black History Month, what's the first thing you start saying? Mm -hmm. And we all know that Black History is more than just Dr. King. But We are not exposing ourselves or doing the research to know. I mean, do you even know about your local history?
0: Not enough.
1: I mean, you know something. Some, Yeah, some. Yeah. And
0: some stuff I know, I'm like, eh, do do we want to dig in that one?
1: Right. That's true, too. There's some black history that you kind of want to leave in the past. (laughs) But. But...
0: But history is not supposed to be left in the past because history is actually the route to the answers that's needed in the future for those that's willing to seek and they shall find.
1: Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to um, bring some resources on this episode. So this first resource is coming from history.com and it's actually discussing the origins of Black History Month. It goes on to say, that the story of Black History Month begins in 1915, half a century after the 13th Amendment abolished slavery in the United States. It goes on to say that September, the harvard trained historian Carter G. Woodson and the prominent minister Jesse E. Moreland founded the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History an organization dedicated to researching and promoting achievements by Black Americans and other peoples of African descent. Known today as the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, the group sponsored a National Negro History Week in 1926, choosing the second week of February to coincide with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln, and Frederick Douglass. The event inspired schools and communities nationwide to organize local celebrations, establish history clubs, and host performances and lectures. Wow. So this goes way back. Mm-hmm. But actually, it has expanded since the origin because it began in 1915 And then the group took over and made National Negro History Week in 1926. So within almost a 10-year time span, 11-year time span, it transitioned from just kind of reading about and doing research to actually doing celebratory activities. And now we have a whole month because it said a week. So what are your thoughts, though, on the origins
0: um it really shows the power of black people Mm -hmm. it shows that collectively we are stronger together and which is the reason why today versus 1915 1926 we don't see this as much it's almost like uh history is getting canceled it's almost like it's not taken as important right as it was in those days and in such a short period of time, look at what they were able to accomplish and Now, with modern technology and all the other resources that we have, we could do so much more, especially with them having so much less than what we have now
1: right and if you guys. Um, her when I read it like they dedicated it to researching and promoting. So, you can't promote what you don't know. Right. And I think as my husband was saying, we have to learn. We have to dig and and become knowledgeable and have that awareness of those that created things because there are some type of there there's a thin line between love and hate, but it's a thin line in this history right Why have we now we went from just having research time to dedicating a week to now dedicating a month what do you, I mean is that enough? Do you all agree with that? Black history being minimized? To a month? To a month. Of course not. To 28 days. Of course not. If we're lucky.
0: The shortest day of the...
1: Shortest month.
0: month, Shortest month of the whole year. So, of course not.
1: We got leap year this year, y'all. So, we got an extra day on the calendar.
0: (laughs) And, uh, And the history is so rich. It can't be minimized to one month. But what I will say is that I would like to see more inclusion in our history mm-hmm. within the public school system.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And me as an educator, I can honestly say, you know, my my mentor and uh, my evaluator, we had a conversation literally Thursday about talk, teaching the children, teaching um, the preschools, the four and five year olds. About black history. And minimizing it to the two week period. That we teach. And she was saying to me. You know Brianna. You can incorporate. What black historians have done. Black inventors have done. At any given point. Of your lesson. At any given point. Of the year. Not just February. X dates. But any point of the year. I could bring up. Rosa Parks. I could bring up Alfred Carly. I could bring up Philip Downing. You know, I don't have to wait. Do y'all know who those people are? <laughs> Do you know who those people are? Some of them. Okay. You mean the first name? Yeah. <laughs> For the record, you guys, Alfred Crawley is the man who invented the ice cream scoop. Philip Downing is the man who created the street mailbox. So the same mailboxes as at your house and the ones that's blue that say U.S. mail. Yes, an African-American created that. Wow, we see who's been going to class lately. But anyway. <laughs> but did you know... The NAACP was founded on February 12th, 1909, the centennial anniversary of the birth of Abraham Lincoln.
0: I thought I was supposed to be the history teacher. But
1: I mean, school. Him. No, no, no. You got
0: it. I think you're doing an awesome
1: job. You're doing a great job, no, too. no. No. <laughs> Um, but we could go on and on about the history, the foundation of why, but we wanna switch gears and talk about black history today. so I'm gonna turn it over to my husband
0: <laughs> Of course she will uh so um since nineteen seventy six every African. Every American president has designated February as Black History Month and and endorsed a specific theme. The Black History Month 2020 theme is African Americans and the Vote, which is in honor of the centennial anniversary of the 19th Amendment, 1920, granting women's Suffrage and the set. Ooh, Lord Jesus, help me.
1: Sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial.
0: <laughs> See, it's good to have a partner.
1: <laughs> good
0: to have a reading partner of the Fifteenth Amendment of 1870, giving black men the right to vote in the Radical Rest Reconstruction period that followed the Civil War. Newly freed black men made great political gains winning office in southern states legislators and even congress the southern black backlash was swift and marked by the passage of back black codes designed to intimidate black voters prompting a call for formal national legislation on the right to vote
1: so Woo. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> so, guys, this this information has really blown our minds when we found it because it was just like, you know, we don't really take it back to the foundation. And, of course, what Quentin just read about the 2020 thing being African-Americans and the vote. So I want us to sit right here for a second because we all know that it is voting time. It is a political season. Mm-hmm. We know on our local... And our national levels. Even. uh, It's just very evident. That we need Mm -hmm. to vote. We need to vote. And the theme this year. Is very relevant. Mm -hmm. Because African Americans. Are the population. Or the ethnic group. That does not go out. And vote. Mm -hmm. We lack. That consistency. In our nation in and, and the funny part is that we actually
0: we make up a mass majority
1: mass majority
0: um along with hispanic um but the difference is Hispanics have a more difficult time voting versus us because they're um
1: they're still battling they're their battling rights. their
0: rights as far as being. Legal in the United States, hey, exactly. Um, every day, every hour, every minute. Um, and I used to work in a field that dealt with some forms of immigration. So right. Um, especially when we had this presidential change. Uh-huh. One of the most phenomenal. I ain't gonna call no names, but you all know. Um, most phenomenal of all times. Um, there were a lot of. I can't say illegal because I don't have the facts in front of me right now. But I will say unethically wrong.
1: Right, ethically wrong, yeah. Yeah, and so we we wanted to set the stage for why we're talking about love thy culture. You have to love thy culture because... This is the family in which you were born into. You know, there was this big uh scene or report when the Caucasian woman kept saying, Well, I'm I I consider myself black. You know, before people did their research into her background and to her ethnicity, people actually believed she was a black woman. And I mean, I, I know I will put the article in the description, but In essence, my point of bringing her up is to say people might can try to relate themselves or compare themselves or to try to attach themselves. But this is our culture.
0: You can't create wounds like ours.
1: You can't create the wounds. People, I know we've heard it before, people love to try to imitate. They even try to like...
0: It's everything. It's the dance, the music, um, the cooking.
1: They try. They as in cultures that's outside of African Americans, right. they they represents that. So
0: the the here's the thing that's significant and I hope people catch this this listening. Why is it that everybody creates their things or their what they do socially? Why do they create a rant they, they pull from this culture. Right. And implement it into their culture. But blacks tend to not understand the power, the true power that lies within. And I, I mean, it's almost like, um, what was the movie?
1: Lion King. No,
0: not the no Lion King. <laughs> just Mercy. No, not Just Mercy, sweetie. Black Panther. help! thank you, goodness. God knows. Thank okay. you, God. Well, it's just like Black Panther. I'm
1: sorry. You're
0: fine. It was just like Black Panther when you just felt the power. It,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And if, if we could ever get to that mindset, that mental If we could tap
1: into the spirit of the Black Panther.
0: That's unstoppable. Yes. Now, granted there's a lot of things that is in place to make sure that does not never happen. But just as we, as people have overcame slavery, we can overcome anything. We are the true survivors. We have survived what most people couldn't.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we still to this day, you know, that was back in the 60s. We still to this day have to fight there's there's still a prevalent and evident fight.
0: Each era had its own fight. Yeah, from the 1700s, 1800s, up until it, it just continuously changed. As you even see, it goes back to when we first started with 1915, 1926. Fast forward, you go to the civil rights movement era that was in the 50s and the 60s. Um. Things did smooth out in the 70s a little bit, but you still had some underlying, Uh which it wasn't so boastfully out there, which is more dangerous than anything, because now you don't know what's being planned amongst you in the background. Which
1: that can really be said about the last year, two years, Mm -hmm. Uh, about the leadership, you know. Those who you put, this is a, this is a pin. We're putting a pin in the topic for a second because I just want to say this quick point. You know, whoever you have in leadership, it does dictate the culture. Mm -hmm. So whoever's in leadership is going to change the climate. Let me give you weather terminologies. So whoever's the meteorologist, they are going to give you a report. And most of us, when we watch the news and we look at the meteorologist, we're listening, we're taking notes or however we decide to dissect or intake the information. And we're, we would We build or create our outfits and we we plan out our day based on the timeline in which was given from the meteorologist, okay? That's the climate. What I'm now saying is if the meteorologist gets it wrong you now have a doubt in your leader. If the meteorologist gets it right, now you feel like, I'm so glad I listened to that person. So what I'm saying is, the person in leadership dictates the culture. It dictates who's going to continue to follow, who's going to step back and try to do their own thing. There's some people who I go to work where they're like, what's the weather supposed to be today?
0: <laughs> I mean, this is even evident, like... I don't think people. Here's the part about leadership of today versus back in the day. Mm-hmm. The the first part of it respecting the authority, mm-hmm. respecting the leadership. That's that's the most important because once you understand that you have to respect the position, respect the leader within yourself because you have to lead the people. It's more of accountability to self and understanding. What I do will affect those I can't even reach or see. Mm-hmm. And so when you're leading and you have a mass of people of people listening to you, yeah, that's heavy. And so from the leaders of, you know, the 50s and the 60s there, I feel like they got it.
1: They understood that that power mm-hmm. that that was on them for to be the leader.
0: And then once the you know kind of like the mid seventies, getting the eighties, it like it was a shift.
1: hmm Because it, it felt like we got the power. We yeah. got the power now. We got right. We have rights now, so we can do what we want to do now.
0: You can never think you have enough rights when you have been in bondage for hundreds of years,
1: and you know. The second point about the leadership is this. Now, Quentin, help me out with this talk, because are we switching gears to leadership because it took leaders to create the history in which we now call black history? Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking about today, and of course the theme of 2020 is Americans and the vote. And I think about how, you know, in society... If a African-American is in leadership, sometimes the peers, their black peers, mm-hmm. feel as though, well, now we have Quentin in leadership. He's going to do what's right for us.
0: Oh, it's like he got magic powers.
1: He's going to make the difference because he's black. I got to say it raw today, you guys. Well. my My question to you is this. When we hear those phrases of now we have Quentin or an African American person in leadership, we get excited first of all because a lot of times we don't see us in leadership first. Correct.
0: It's a history of not seeing us.
1: Right. So when we finally get in the role, of course we're excited, but at the same time, some of our peers take advantage. Mhm. Of the fact that an African-American is in leadership. So if you heard or if you were amongst the people saying that, what would your response be?
0: First of all, a good leader is only as good as his people. So you have to think in account of. Yeah, the tr- transform the the thinking, mm-hmm. the thinking like you described it, is what can I get out of him?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: See, that's a that's a that's like me and you. How can I gain from your political position?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The problem with that is it should be how can we gain as a people.
1: That's what changes do we, we Have to make Not just you and your leadership role right. But me as a lay person Or a community person How can I can Help whatever vision You have
0: So And this, this goes for any leader But especially black leaders Because I feel like it's such a stigma On black leaders It's
1: a stigma on black leadership period
0: in in so many areas. And it doesn't
1: even matter what area it is. When you see an African American in leadership. I mean let's talk about Barack. First African American president. Number 44. People looked at him like. Well.
0: I think. What builds a stronger leader. Is. Well it can go both ways. But definitely the support. Yes. Now granted. Everybody's not going to support you on everything. I don't support everything, but we can do things respectfully.
1: We can respectfully disagree. Agree.
0: Di- di- disagree- agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, um, we create a culture of, for one, diverse thinking.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Diverse thinking actually gets more results.
1: It does, it broadens the perspective. Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm. Um, one of the main things I know that affects Black people is law. There is so many laws on the books that we do not know about. Mm-hmm. They can help us or hurt us, and the problem comes in when we don't know. Yeah. So what
1: you know, what you don't know, really can hurt you.
0: And I say this to say because you bring up the point of leadership. So what we should do is help to empower our black leaders.
1: Yes. Just
0: because they're in a leadership position, just because it's a, a political arena or any type of leadership position, that does not mean they know everything. Correct. That does not mean they know what's all that's wrong. It is your, it, it's the accountability of you as a citizen, a supporter, we hope.
1: Supporter, yeah.
0: To bring that to that leader's attention. Now. Now, now then okay. it falls on the leader. Now the leader needs to be effective in the way he granted, we all are busy. Mm-hmm. But a great leader learns how to Manage. multitask and manage through structure
1: That's and right. chains
0: of command. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe every leader with a strong team.
1: Yeah. Can it them. takes a strong
0: team to back up. I mean, look at the voting... The uh, the voter rights bill that got passed in the 60s. Look at how much... Look at how much supporting team. They didn't have text and FaceTime. Nothing. They had phones.
1: Phones and paper. Oh,
0: not email. Typewriter. They USPS. Owns, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: US mail.
0: With, well, I was told by... I was told by a customer service you mean snail mail.
1: Yeah, cuz it moves slow.
0: But think about it. We back in the day, how much stuff could have got done a lot quicker if they had the technology we have today. But uh-huh. the appreciation, see the harder to fight sometimes. The more you appreciate it, right, the more muscle you get.
1: Yeah, cuz you got a bill. It's mm-hmm. like you're in the gym, you're building endurance when you have to do all that extra running, walking, driving, See, calling.
0: Before uh what? Before um protein powder.
1: <laughs> right. Before got... before the mixtures. You just had to work on getting built.
0: Exactly. So which creates more muscle, creates endurance.
1: It creates a natural desire and drive.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a work, but it's, it's a two part fold on leadership and the people.
1: It goes together.
0: Yeah.
1: But we had, I had to take it to the left because I wanted us to really have a holistic view of black history because there have been a history of leadership, even without the presidential role, which we thank God for that role. But we had leaders on the local level. That were African American and were respected, mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is, as we progress on, we have to respect those in leadership. As you have already stated, we may not agree with the person, but you have to respect the the leadership role, mm-hmm. the place in which they have been positioned in.
0: And then also, don't uh, you you have to learn. Not to bad mouth. You have to
1: learn to... Because that's what really creates discord in the community, in the culture. You have to go to that leader. Go to the head.
0: And and have a conversation. They don't know that you feel some type of way. They don't... I mean, and granted, they could be right, wrong, or indifferent, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Because granted, I have had to make some decisions and... It might have not been a popular one. uh mm-hmm. It might have not been the right one. It might have...
1: Whatever. Whatever. Yeah.
0: But it's the decision I had to make. Now, it's, it's just as if... When you have to make a decision in the midst of pressure, that's when you're really tested the most. Right. You know, with today's world, with all the stuff going on around the globe now... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did he do this when we should have, we should have did this. Well, at that time, this is what I feel is the best move to make at the time. At that
1: time. It's a new time now.
0: Right. I can't say if it's, I feel that it's the best decision. I'm trying to make it as inclusive and possible, even though it's me making the decision that it affects the lives of other people. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's not just like I'm going off the dome like, well, this is what I think. Take it. Yeah. It's not like I'm trying to say my words are the gospel. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm using the position to try and make the best decision for the people. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. And, you know, with the foundation of black history... The leadership, the chain of command, the things like that, you know. It makes you think, do other organizations support black history? Mm -hmm. Like, it makes you think. Like, I know as an African-American woman, as an African-American, Quentin, as an African-American man, you know. We want to have our peers to support or love the culture. But you also want to see those that may not know Quentin and Brianna. To support your culture. Yes. African Americans should. But what about others? So there's one particular company. We wanted to highlight on this episode. And that is McDonald's. McDonald's. Theme is. Black history. 365. The short term is. 365 black. All day. Every day you are black and mcdonald's is one particular organization that has made it an evident move that they want to shine a light on everything good so they created a movement called black and positively golden it is a movement to uplift communities through education, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. It tells stories of truth, power, and pride, and focuses on the people and places that are the greatest expression of black excellence. You can follow them on Instagram. We are golden. W-E-A-R-E-G-O-L-D-E-N. Check the description box for more. We really love the fact that McDonald's...
0: I ain't you to look at me. Okay, I'll just tell you. I ain't a big fan of the food. I'm not. but I eat the tenders, though.
1: Yeah. But, but our point of bringing up McDonald's it, it, is to also bring up Miss Nicole. She's actually the African-American franchisee of McDonald's. Her and her mother and her sister came together and actually bought a McDonald's.
0: I like the representation, yes, the, the diverse and the inclusion that is in creating within our culture, yes, so see again i'm I'm being an example of exactly what I just talked about. I may not agree with the food, but I'm supporting the help me. The um, ideas, yeah, the ideas that, and
1: the community aspect of yeah,
0: the growth in diverse diversity, diversity. and mm-hmm. inclusion for our people to be able to have ownership, something that's very rare in our culture,
1: something that's very rare, and I love the fact that these women came together. I want to read a snippet. This next resource is coming from Black Ent- Black Enterprise, and this is a twenty eighteen article. Featuring women with 13, did you hear me? 13 McDonald's franchises and counting. This was in 2018, so we need to figure out, did they get any more? This is 2020.
0: More than likely, because McDonald's is increasing daily.
1: So, Patricia Williams from Compton Mm. and McDonald's franchise have enabled her to build an empire of 13 locations across Los Angeles, employing over 700 people in the community, not to mention it's also allowed Williams to work alongside her daughters, Nicole and Carrie, who are already in position to carry on her legacy. Now that's 365 black right there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I like it because you got to, I, I take the, so go back. I, I want to, something I noticed. 13, you got to do the math now. 13 locations across Los Angeles employing over 700 mm-hmm. people. What's the number one thing that every community needs? Employment. Yes. Some means of income. Correct. That don't mean you got to stay there forever.
1: You ain't got to stay there.
0: But you need something.
1: My foundation was McDonald's. Shout out to Miss Kimberly Rouse for allowing me, hiring me, helping me to be a hardworking, consistent employee. So, I ha- I enjoy my time at McDonald's.
0: The one thing I will say is that, you know, with the diversity and blacks having some inclusion within the business now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it leaves room to grow to be even more diverse, not just for blacks, but everybody in thinking and serving and service and just overall as a company, you... Think about starting back in the day when McDonald's first started versus now. You would have never saw that. Mm-hmm. So it, it, can, it shows you if we really get in position, we can really have a voice. Yeah. I know that whole at the table has been kind of a trending thing, but... Um, there are sometimes that this is the end of part one catch us on part two thanks so much for listening to resilient love podcast we wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of 99 cent 299 or 9.99 Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient love.